speaking of Denver, I think he's going to join us from the Mile High City. Frank Schwab, fantastic insider when it comes to the National Football League for Yahoo.com is standing by. How you doing, my friend? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what are they saying? Uh, uh, this Hackett situation and Russell Wilson now, what, a torn muscle or something? Uh, $250 million invested in him. They can't get squat on offense. It's it's pretty crazy out there. You would think that the Broncos hadn't won a game in 10 years. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, as, as <laughs> angry as I've seen Broncos fans. I mean, they, I mean, everybody saw the, you know, at the start of overtime on Thursday night, Broncos fans walking out of the stadium and a tie, you know, they're going to overtime. This is a chance to win. Broncos fans just like, nope, we're done. I mean, that was, I think a lot of people were stunned by that, and I was too, but at the same time, I, I wasn't completely shocked because I know how angry and upset Broncos fans are over the way this season has started. Nothing is going as they hoped. And, you know, I mean, Russell Wilson is a... a He's had a wonderful NFL career, but Broncos fans don't care about that. He's built up no goodwill here where he's getting some pass. I think for the first few weeks, everybody is focused on Hackett and some of the mismanagement. And now that focus has kind of turned to Russell Wilson. And, uh, you know, I, what's wrong with him? Can he turn this around? The injury, you know, obviously affecting him to some degree. But I don't know that that explains everything necessarily. I mean, it doesn't tell me why he couldn't see K.J. Hamler pop wide open on what seemed to be a designed play on the last play of the game. So, it, trust me, it's all bad here. I've lived here almost 20 years. I've never seen... This kind of anger from the from Broncos fans because and it's because they'd waited so long for this quarterback situation to get settled after winning Super Bowl Fifty, and it had it hadn't and finally they get this you know I, the probably future Hall of Famer maybe not I don't know but uh, really top end quarterback and it's resulted in nothing and now they're just back in this kind of it's not much it doesn't feel a whole lot different than when they had Trevor Simeon or Case Keenum or whoever else starting it's just kind of a low point right now for the you would never ever guess that they're 2 and 3 this season you would think they're 0 and 17 that's my point and uh, there's the angst that they've mortgaged the future uh with Russell Wilson yeah. not only this year but you're looking at you know <laughs> the foreseeable future that if Wilson can't get it done you're stuck as a franchise. They absolutely are. Contract-wise, too. I mean, they gave him the big extension. And when you look at the contract, the, the dead cap hit for getting rid of him in 2024, which is after two years, would be $85 million. And they're not, that's not going to happen. That would double the NFL record. I, so the, the, if Russell Wilson is totally done as a, as a good, decent NFL quarterback, the Broncos can't even do anything about it for three years, realistically. I mean, I guess, you know, sometimes things can happen. He might retire. Who knows? But realistically, uh, it's at least three years of Russell Wilson, no matter what. No matter if he plays as badly as he did in the first five games, they're still stuck until 2025. <laughs> so, And like you said, all the draft picks that are gone, too. It's a mess right now. It's an absolute, utter mess. It's it's not like the Broncos are dead. I, they're, they're really not. The, I mean, they're two, again, they're 2-3, and three, and the entire league is either 3-2 and two or 2-3 two and three right now. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that way. But there's just not a lot of hope right now that this thing corrects itself because there's been no positive signs for five weeks. Will they move on Hackett this early and realize they made a mistake? 
No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I don't think there's any chance in that. I think that that's. I, it's almost SEC football type of thinking, where you know the the team loses one big game to, to your rival upstate, and you want to fire the coach like that. That just it's just not going to happen. I mean, even Urban Meyer got 13 games, and he was the worst coach ever. So, for people who want Nathaniel Hackett fired after five games, that is really, really jumping the gun. I think that. Has he made some mistakes? Yes. Has his offense not really worked as as anybody would hope? Yes. But I, I don't think that anybody here is ready to even close. It's not even on on the radar of the Denver Broncos right now to fire him. I think it would have to get really, really like they if they lose fifty six nothing to the Chargers, maybe they start to talk about it. But I don't I don't think that's anywhere on their radar right at this moment. Matt Rule's off the radar now for the Carolina Panthers. He's let go after one and four start, and really it just never meshed there uh, in Charlotte. Uh, who's going to be that next head coach of the Panthers? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think the top candidate, if it's me, it's D'Amico Ryans. He has done an unbelievable job with San Francisco 49ers defense this season. He's got the NFL pedigree. He was a really, really good linebacker for many, many years with the Texans and Eagles. He seems to relate to his players really well. Uh, he comes from the Kyle Shanahan tree, which is, you know, it's, it's, I think that's good. I think it's a good thing to be around a really good head coach like Kyle. So, uh, if I'm hiring, uh, that's what I'm looking at first. But it's going to be interesting to see what they want to do if they want to go on the uh, you know the offensive side. The only thing I can probably guarantee you is they're not going for a college coach again. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen after Matt Rule flamed out like he did very spectacularly. It's it's an interesting job because really the only thing you can well the only things you can pitch to somebody are we're one of thirty two head coaching jobs and our owner has one of the deepest you know checkbooks in the NFL. Other than that, I mean the roster's okay. It's 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 not a just a disaster like some of these you know rebuilding teams. But there's nothing at quarterback. This team has not won a playoff game since losing to the Broncos in Super Bowl 50. It's just, it's the owner's impulsive, and that that's not something a lot of coaches want to deal with. So I think they're going to struggle a little bit to, to fill that role unless, you know, David Tepper just comes up and says, whatever, I got more money than I know what to do with. What do you want? And, and he just gets the top candidate that way. Otherwise, I don't think there's a very attractive opening. As we sit here uh, looking at the NFL standings in the AFC and NFC, who would be on your short list of the early most disappointing NFL teams? Yeah, I mean, Denver, obviously. is. We've already talked about them, and I hate to bring this up, but I have to because we talked a few weeks ago about, ago about how everyone was excited, but the Detroit Lions had to be on that list. And I know, you know, you can say, like, what are you talking about? They were the second pick of the draft last year. But you wanted to see some step forward and at least through four games they're like well okay the defense stinks but the offense is really fun and then they go to new england and you lose 29 nothing to a third string rookie quarterback like it's that's really really hard to to get your head around and i know there was injuries deandre swift and obviously amon ross st brown wasn't himself and there's a lot working against the lines right now i get that but for all the excitement of the offseason, for all of the kind of hard knocks bump. and it, People not just in Michigan, but people everywhere were kind of like, wow, the Lions might be really fun this year. 
for them to be one and four right now is such a disappointment. It is, and, you know, they go into the bye, and I don't think there's any confidence. I don't think they should be feeling like, hey, we're pretty close. Not after you lose twenty nine zip to a one and three Lions team or one and three Patriots team with a rookie starting quarterback. So, yeah, I think the Lions have to be on that list. I hate to say it, I was looking forward to them taking a step and. The offense was really fun and all that, but it is not looking good for Detroit right now. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Frank, I appreciate the time as always. Absolutely, appreciate it. All right, Frank Schwab talking NFL and the Lions.